0: All roads lead to the vein.
1: Hey, what's up, everyone? Brad Chomilewski here with episode 197 of Shed of the Vein. Whew, man, update 3.1 has been giving people a lot of trouble lots of bugs that Super Evil microcorp is trying to work out just deal with I haven't had much time to play Tony yet uh, because that update drops so late in the week um, weird Thursday release schedule kind of kind of strange still getting used to all the changes um, digging ranked play I like that it was at it Uh, minus any of the issues around skill tier or whatnot, but still uh, super fun to see them improving, adding features, adding things to the game. Just hopefully everything else gets sorted out moving forward. Uh, This week, I have a couple guests from EU on talking about uh, this tournament they're putting together. From Fiery Tail, they're putting their Fiery Tail Outbreak 5v5 tournament on, Um, it's going to happen April 14th, so I have them joining to talk about their tournament, their guild, their thoughts on Vanglory, their thoughts on mobile gaming moving forward, pretty exciting to hear what they have to say, it definitely uh, gets me out of the NA bubble that I am often in, always like uh, talking to everyone else around the world, and you know, it's great when schedules work out and we can figure out a perfect time to chat, Uh, so that is fantastic. I want to mention the Patreon page before we jump into this episode. That's over at patreon.com slash vein. If you can support the show, awesome. If not, that's fine. I appreciate you for listening or watching. I totally understand. But if you can, it helps me out. I don't make anything else from this show. I do it all for fun because I dig the game. All right, let's jump into this week's episode. Shatter the Vein. This is the 197th episode of Shadow of the Vein. My name is Brad Chimlewski, and this is a podcast all about Vainglory. Every week, try to break down the news, gameplay, game tips, and hopefully we can all become better players together. And we're always bringing on people from the community, people that love this game, play this game, support this game. Uh, and this week, I'm joined by Neria and Zach. Welcome. Uh, thanks for making the time.
2: Thank you, too. Hello,
0: Thanks.
1: Uh, um, it's always nice to work out schedules with people uh, in the EU on the other side of the world. It's uh it's sometimes tough to arrange, but I'm glad we were able to do it.
2: Yeah, it's it's pretty late over here. Totally, uh, where you are? Yeah, it's not that late.
1: It's seven p.m. Well, uh, yeah, we're recording on uh, Saint Patrick's Day, so it's uh it's about to get it just gets crazier and crazier here in America tonight. So. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Uh. Cool. Well. Yeah. Thanks for joining me. Do you guys want to introduce yourself, let people know who you are? Um. Uh, yeah. And, and and I guess tell a little bit about your guild here to kick things off.
2: Well, girls first. What? Yeah. Girls first?
0: No, no. 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 Man
2: first. Well, if she insists. <laughs> well, I'm the Zach, um, guild leader and co-founder of Fear Esports right now. Um, Yeah, we've been existing for a pretty long time already, like it feels long, and I've been playing Vainglory for almost three years, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: like since July 2015. This was back when Rona was introduced to the game. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So maybe people don't know that Rona doesn't exist from the start on. Um, yes, yeah, since that we have started to like grow the community, we we were in the game before the killed feature even was introduced. So this is actually we started from zero to where we are now.
1: Hmm. Nice,
2: Nurya?
0: Oh, Ah, yeah, okay. Um, I'm I'm and I'm also guild leader of Fairy Tale. And, and I think I started playing Glory back in um, November 2015, uh, after Desac recommended it to me. Um, so and since the game catched uh, me really fast, to due to a special, special own character, character with the 3v3 mode and how, and how likeable the map the house, of the Halcyon Fork was design, design, it was kinda, it was kinda easy, easy to get addicted to and stick it to today. it today. Also, also the, the relationship between, between SCMC and the community, community was unique. So, so, that was the
1: way I get to mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Uh, What made you guys, I guess, come into it though? Were you playing other MOBAs? Did you have experience with other mobile games? Or did you just kind of come across it because of the community and uh, what you were seeing?
0: Well, well, I, I have played, played a couple of games, games in of League of Legends and, and some in Georgia Dota 2 and Smite, but, but practically
2: Vanglori was my first, More, I really learned, learned to play and got the most practice with. Yeah, for me it was like, I've been playing League for since my... Yeah, since a little bit before my prom, and this was when my mates, my, mate, my classmates, students mates uh, were like playing so hardcore League of Legends they one of them even got into platinum like easy. No oh, nice <laughs> um, <laughs> he still is like at that rank today. He's n- he's not pushing that far anymore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and yeah, I've been in playing like League of Legends just to get with with my friends and stay in touch with them and play with them because it felt like, oh, it always when they when we meet up and they talked about oh my god that game and this thing and that it was it felt like community It felt like they all knew what they're talking about. Now kind of felt left off, so I try to get into into the scene, and yeah, uh, so I've got some experience in MOBAs, and that time I. Uh, just liked it. I didn't was were that good. I'm not even good right now at Leaf <laughs> Legends. But yeah, that's how I started. So then we passed on to other games together, Nira and me, and mm-hmm. at the end. i we've been playing a couple of mobile games, mobile MMOs in mm-hmm. different in different areas, like the last one before Vinglory was Deck Heroes pretty, pretty no, uh, well-known. It's one of the biggest hard-collecting games, this thing. And yeah, we we've left it being one of the top guilds over there, always top 10, top 5. And we were pretty sad that the game changed to so much cash, and so I thought I would like look, like, look out for a new game and Suddenly, the Glory ad appeared in the Google Play Store. <laughs> you, won't, you won't imagine an ad from SMC. <laughs> yeah. Like everybody's saying there's no. And yeah, I've downloaded it and since then started to play more and more since, like I said, since July 2015. Um, have, um,
1: have you gotten any of those friends that played League to come over now, especially with 5v5?
2: Actually not, because they stopped playing League due oh, okay. to, the, to the university they are going to nowadays. Oh, that makes so sense. So, the, the time is limited.
0: Oh, oh, no, that's not fully correct. Um, we started with a friend together who played League of Legends before, but he didn't play, he didn't play it, for, it for a long time and left
2: VGU. Exactly, VG yeah. VG One of, them. Another friend of mine started okay. with us, but he didn't kept himself going on.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh the yeah. Speaking of the five v five, how's since you've both been playing for so long? How's the switch been? uh from three v three to five v five, been going.
0: Yeah, In at the, the beginning, beginning I experienced yeah, the same. I think most people did. Everything, Everything was new and overwhelming. overwhelming. It was pure chaos the when the game started, all and all roles were switching decisions. positions the whole <laughs> time. I just felt comfortable with three v three since I played it for that long time. So, I still enjoyed it more than 5v5, to be honest. But with time, I got used to 5v5 and started enjoying it as well as I felt some progress. I'm glad that SEMC took that step to give the playership the next level of experience, but I also hope, I I really hope, that 3v3 will stay, because I definitely want to play both modes. It will always be the origin of Inglory, that's it. But there is one thing I want to recommend to SEMC. Please do separate the balancings for three V five. five,
1: five. <laughs> yeah, that's the oh, that's, that's so the hard important. that's the hard part. They uh are such a they are a very small team and to have a balancing or have to balance for two modes basically just seems like a crazy undertaking that uh I don't know if they even have the staff to do right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's true, no doubt. But it's just it's just necessary, in mm-hmm. my
1: opinion. <laughs> How about you, Zach? How are you liking uh, 5v5?
2: Well, yeah, they've got the only only negative balance on everything. <laughs> <laughs> so, in my opinion, 5v5 is pretty smooth, except of the problems we've all, all, all been experiencing, like a couple of legs, spikes, mm. but for right now, it's fresh, versatile, and it just brings to the table what I've been missing. I I've been in 3 free 3 for that long and i never like reached peak of the mountain i've never been banglory's gold like mm. probably <laughs> none of us <laughs> maybe today all oh, we've been banglory's gold to, to, to smc's <laughs> Over, overwhelming performance today um but yeah it's been like i'm not mechanically blessed that that much like say leon or cavallifor or in my in my case, I'm captain main, uh, so it would okay. be letter or Gavizel. Mm-hmm. But it's it's like it brings depth depth to the game which I was missing. Like I can now be more strategically instead of focusing not to get killed, take damage, <laughs> or, <laughs> or don't run into a bunch and get smacked. <laughs> um, but for now, I'm the most excited. Most thing I'm excited about is the meta, how it will shift, how it will evolve, and this will practically decide everything. Right now, we can't play that good of a meta because the ranked's not that ready right now. Mm-hmm. But as soon as, as soon as it will be stable, I think we will see pretty good games, gameplays. Right. Well, I yeah. We'll grow.
1: Yeah, because right now, uh, yeah, without a meta, uh, there's a little bit of like you can play anything and it can go anywhere because there's there's not a lot of rules right now. There's a there's thoughts in what you should be doing, but at the same time, uh, no one's listening to those right now because we haven't seen many of the pro players playing and influencing what's getting played.
2: So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. True. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've got some insights due to, to tigers and. Some others. Yeah. But there's some basics like mid lane should be CP because the CP buff is nearer to the CP mid to the mid lane. You don't have to go uh, behind yourself or something and can be pulled. But this is, this is just basically you can switch it up still and there's no rule.
1: Right so yeah that kind of leads i guess seeing these pro players play and watching people uh i guess play this meta that kind of leads into this this tournament um you guys are coming have coming up here uh you know what about a month now it kind of kicks off um yeah tell us tell me about this tournament rob um, what is it what do people need to know about
2: well the tournament is like practically our heart and soul right now because we getting we're putting in our souls and hearts and giving all our time we have we actually would play in (laughs) to organize and host and do so much stuff which you never would imagine how much it is to do Mm -hmm. and it's like really um, the last weeks it was it was overwhelming like was always coming up a problem like we had someone we would partner up with to get some statistics, but that organization just went out of glory.
1: Oh, is that the Vein Social? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so. yeah. Oh no. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> so that that part is gonna be a bit difficult. Uh, hopefully, get some some other provider, but it's sad to see some really really great content creators go just due to. Misunderstandings or just things that haven't been talked out smoothly, and yeah, so the tournament is going on, and we're trying to get the best quality we can. We've mm-hmm. invested lots of money into the into the production and also lots of time and since I'm being graphic designer, I've done all the graphics myself also um did all the banners and the brackets and the designs and everything that's visible and on the other hand Niri has done everything else so she's been doing lots and lots and lots of organization what she can tell you now.
0: Yeah, um, I I talked to the pro teams and also to the semi-pro teams and invited them to join our tournament um I spoke to possible sponsors and also supporters like magazines to write an article for us. So we are getting a little bit support from Red Bull. Oh awesome. I'm also with yeah, I'm also with product placement and they're writing an article for us in German and possibly in English too, but I have to organise this and What did I else? I created a Discord server and set it up. I talked to a lot, a lot, a lot of people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, and that's also the reason why we don't have time to take or to participate at the tournament ourselves.
1: Right. I was gonna ask that. Yeah, if you guys are playing.
0: (laughs) No, no, because the organization organization is way too much time for the world preparation. So it's just not possible to do it at the same time, okay. competing and organization.
1: Uh, what, what sort of teams or players are playing? Are they the professional teams, like the people who are fanatics and team secret? everyone everyone we know or have seen in the EU scene before, or is it kind of a uh, more community focused? Uh, what's the, yeah, what does that look like?
0: Um, Well, it's both. Um, It's open for all all teams who want to participate. And as I said, also for pro teams and semi-pro teams. Um, But they have to see if they can set up their roster. Mm -hmm. That's the main problem I got to know so far. And so, we will have to see, um, since SEMC has huge problems with the latest update, <laughs> um, I, al- I also have to wait for the response to get our um, banner for a tournament into the game section, in the in-game section. Yeah. So, that all players can see it and we are gaining more attention. And at the moment, we just have Twitter. Right. And... That's the only medium we can get our tournament promoted.
1: Uh, um, yeah. Are all the teams signed up now? Or are you still looking for teams to join? We're totally looking still yeah, for okay. more teams. Yeah,
2: yeah definitely. Because um, we're okay. there was 30 teams maximum, so there's lots yeah. of room to get lots of players and everyone can gain experience, be on stream or off stream but just have the opportunity to get into the tournament and like, get a touch of how 5v5 will play in the later stages of playing Glory 5v5.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and also we have a reward, um, which is worth fighting for, so oh, nice. everyone is invited.
1: <laughs> uh, is there any sort of rules, like any of the teams or players need to know of going into it that they should be... Uh, aware of, besides just have your roster together
2: <laughs> well, yeah, of course, the code of conduction should be clear, like no harassment and so on, mm-hmm. but since we are aiming to get the highest highest possible quality in every respect for this tournament, we're even though asking for everyone to everyone to be as professional as possible, so. This is our main rule that people should know. Like we don't know, we don't need um, people to be childish or harassing themselves or being, yeah, like being bitchy to to
1: others. <laughs> nice. Uh, how's the how's the competitive scene? In the EU, like I know I follow uh, EU a little bit from the Vanguard 8 or now the VPL, but uh, you know, just because of the time zone and the players I know, I usually stick to the NA scene. But um, what do you guys think of the competitive scene over there?
0: Um, Since a couple of big organizations left in in, in NA and also in EU, it Mm -hmm. seems a bit empty now. Mm -hmm. Um, But on the other hand, On the other hand, um, this is the chance for semi-pro organizations to get their foot in, or for new esports teams to start right into the competitive scene. Many ex-pro players are currently free agents, so there are chances of new teams picking them up and rising to the top, or just a completely new story will be written soon. Who knows?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Are there any players that we should keep an eye on. I know you mentioned Leon, like everyone talks about Leon and uh, how good he is. And yeah, he, uh, he is very talented. I'm not sure if he's uh, still playing as much, but anyone that you guys are noticing that's uh, worth uh, looking out for? Besides yourselves, um, I guess. Oh, well. <laughs> oh no. Um,
0: well, um, spontaneously, I would say one of our guild members called Sam 19, oh, uh, 17. Oh six, yeah okay, um, but he said he doesn't have the time for it,
1: well,
2: yeah, well, in my opinion, it should be of course, um those that have been existing for ages' s k gaming, they rose to the top, they took everything and gives you see a slither mistake last season, g two took the crown and went to worlds, mm-hmm. nothing against g two, but s k gaming was. On top the whole season, and in the last quarter, in the last split, uh, G2 just took over and made their best, did their best, and like earned the trophy. But mm. SK Gaming is now the only ex- organization which it's haven't been confirmed, but they're the only ones still playing every day. So, like, we go online, Tyrus, the whole day playing with, with all the pros like Leon and Hagman. They mm. the whole day, like from the evening up to the till the night, when we go sleep, they still play in. <laughs> and the commit the commitment is ridiculous, ridiculous. So you can't imagine what team they will bring to the table. Like, tribe will have to be have to be careful because, in my opinion, ASCII Gaming is the only ones that can, like establish a good roster in the EU and even be able to compete at the highest level internationally.
1: Okay. Mm, that's a good point. Can I have to keep an eye on them. Yeah, but you're right. Yeah, they do seem to be playing and talking about and a lot of them have had access to 5v5 way before anyone yep. else, so they've <laughs> definitely yeah, got They've
2: even dropped to they, they've even dropped down to my rank <laughs> where I've never would have flagged to see them ever. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. So they, they've got so much ELO loss that they are playing 5v5 so much. <laughs> That's pretty
1: funny. Nice. Uh, so right now the tournament, uh, your guys' tournament is only in EU. Is there any plans to, if this goes well, I guess, to do a, an A1? Or are you going to try to always keep it EU-focused?
0: Um. So far, there are no plans on doing so we have thought more like keeping this tournament exclusively to EU as Mm -hmm. a battleground for the best to keep their practice and also find new talents or give new teams a chance to step out of the shadows into the lifestyle of pro play. But who knows, maybe we will change our plans and expand.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, and... And you're finding out how much work a tournament is. So maybe you don't want twice as much work, right? <laughs>
2: yeah. And age, um, until we get paid. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> <Some day. laughs> uh, so you're still looking for teams, but then um, you already have a date for when this kind of kicks off. It's April 14th, uh, right?
2: Yeah. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's the same day as a uh, VPL preseason kicks off. Was that kind of... Uh, uh, is that any issues for some of the players you think this might cause or do you think it maybe just uh, kind of hypes it up maybe more because now it's like the tournament season starts on this day, VPL preseason, uh, your guys' tournament?
0: Yeah, well, we are planning already since last year in November yeah. just mm-hmm. to get to know SCMC's plans. Of course, they <laughs> announced their preseason starting in April at the World Championship finals back then, but we would have hoped for late April and either for warning or or advice to change our dates, but (laughs) this is another topic. (laughs) Um, Practically only eight teams will be able to compete in the VPL preseason and only in a round-robin format, which means just one game per day for any team at most. Um, So we will be flexible and adjust to every obstacle to avoid any difficulties. It could be a chance as well to see if we can keep numbers or even get some viewership after the VPL stream ends. Nice.
2: Yeah, so we yeah, will. Were... At least that's our hope. So we will actually see if we can keep up with Vanglory or get some viewers from them or they will get some viewers from us and maybe we mm. just split and we will see because the preseason is the preseason and it won't matter that much to the real tournament. So. Let's see which teams actually qualify and even get go for the preseason. Mm-hmm. And yes, yeah, as as, as Nira said, it's just one game per day, so it shouldn't be an obstacle for us,
0: and right? It shouldn't affect us too bad.
1: Yeah, and I think uh, with the preseason kicking off there, like you said, it's just one day. M- uh one game there and i think as that happens people will be like oh i want to i want to watch more i want to i want to see more of the teams and the professionals play and like you guys being there to maybe fill that in either before or after some of these matches will be uh should be pretty good
2: yeah that's what i wanted to say
1: (laughs) nice (laughs) Uh awesome. Well, I have a link uh in the show notes and definitely in the descriptions. If anyone is looking to join up and can get a team together, get their roster together, um, which I know many of the organizations are probably are already thinking of this, especially with the preseason coming up, they should be uh ready for this. So they should they should jump on this as well. Oh.
2: Yeah, of course. For for sure. Mm,
1: definitely. Nice. Uh well, I guess that kind of leads a little bit into the the news that's been happening. Vain news. Just touched on the VPL here, the preseason kicking off, uh, but also the main season kicks off. What is this a June uh, June second? So that's when the VPL kicks off the split one. Um, Fuji released like a whole bunch of details on that, and there's a link in the show notes, but you can go over there and read um, all about that and how the split's going to work. It's going to be like a, a round-robin format um, starting June 2nd, ending July 15th for that first split. Uh, but yeah, nothing like who's playing, what teams get a franchise spot, nothing like that, but it's nice to see and start to get some of this uh, information on, this, uh, on the VPL and what's happening and uh, super evil's plans for the esports, so um, I like to see this. Uh, did you guys watch a lot of the esports or the Vanglory 8 beforehand or in the last season?
0: Oh, yeah, we did <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not only just in Vanglory, also yeah. League of Legends. Okay, so we always can compare between them.
2: Yeah, well, I've started like watching League of Legends like last. Like, since I've been starting to play Vainglory just to learn some strategic little styles or just some moves. Like, you go over this wall and do this and go over there. Maybe you can jump over there and gank that one, like, surprisingly. And we've been following this, like, the worlds of League of Legends, either the worlds of Vainglory. And we've been, like... Comparing and watching and so on, but was it confirmed that VPL will have franchise spots? Because I have never heard oh, about that,
1: it. No, I guess that's not. Yeah, that's not really confirmed. I was under the assumption that there'll be franchise teams. Uh, there is, I would say, there would be no reason for any team like uh tribe or even SK who. Those players are expensive. Like, they're not just going to sit around and wait for the chance to win this tournament. Why are they playing if they're not getting paid? They could go get another job somewhere else. I know many of them delay school or uh, are, yeah, in school. And so, why spend all this time if you're not like uh, getting something out of it, I guess?
2: (laughs) Of course, yeah. But it was, it would be like kind of early to. Going to franchise for CMC because, like, yeah, the big organizations just left, and it would be inappropriate to just rush or everything when you don't have the teams and the backup to do so. Mm-hmm. Like it's the opposite for it from what the NA LCS did. They had so many requests to enter, and they even had to kick out four of their main core teams, like Immortals. Right, which was pretty disappointing in my opinion. Uh-huh. And the immortal Squad just got split and they kicked in it off even though they were like the organization was kicked but the players are still wonderful players. Yeah. So in my opinion STMC shouldn't go that way.
1: But I guess they already had it so they're just going to get rid of it. I would duh. I would think some of those teams or some of those orgs would uh, Need that money to support those players to be in it. Otherwise, they're just spending money without the return on it at all. Hmm. But yeah, I hadn't thought about the idea that maybe there is no franchise spot. Yeah, I've always I've just assumed that there would be franchise spots. <laughs> hmm.
2: Yeah, it would be would be a good idea, but too early. Okay.
1: Nice. Um. Uh, well, the also help them with this esports. Um, Endeavor and everything. There's some recent news that SCMC teamed up with Alibaba Group. Um, this is part of, you know, Alibaba in general, uh, which giant company uh, outside of North America. So this is uh, definitely pretty big news and exciting to see for uh, Super Evil Megacorp. Uh,
0: yeah, that's a huge step. Definitely.
1: Uh,
0: we all know Alibaba. At least we
1: should. <laughs> yeah, we should. But yeah, people in, uh, uh, North America only know it basically by name only because we don't. we don't deal with it. There's nothing we don't really order from it unless someone is like building some crazy contraption or they need like uh, one million springs or something like that. <laughs>
0: yeah, but it's such a big thing. Yeah, you 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 can't you can't not know it.
1: <laughs> right, uh, uh, but I, 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 to be right. honest,
0: I was wondering how they got this partnership. It is that huge
1: thing um yeah it seems like the what is it the ali sports they do things with uh, csgo and dota and hearthstone and starcraft so uh, yeah this yeah, is look- great it seems like a way for uh, super evil to get into china a little more because that's a huge market for mobile esports and mobile games in general mm-hmm. so and it's the barrier of entry there is kind of hard unless you're 10 cent
0: <laughs> that's a good point it's the best way to get into china
1: mm-hmm.
2: exactly but also since alibaba ha- group has got the contract for the olympics until 2029 20, i don't yeah. know 2028 20, yeah 28 mm-hmm. they will have like a Probably, probably spot or like like ability to enter as the first mobile esports into Olympics mm, because okay. as well that's my assumption because no other team has done so far. SMC has partnered up with Razer. That's the biggest like you could only go bigger if you partner as well with Alienware <laughs> or Intel or you know Google right and. Going with Alibaba, it's like going straight into, like someone said on Twitter, it's like trying to get the best of the esports scene. But um, on the other hand, it is kind of leaving behind the casual side and also the community because we're feeling right now like this week or last week was being social leaving us. And this was, was, a thing, was a thing going on for a month already and like these deals coming up and these partnerships coming up are awesome of course but the community management should be improving and learning from things they've done bad and not keeping doing the same like <laughs> when when Gibbs Dreamer Gibbs left us he was yeah. one of the core people and I didn't know him that well I didn't know he was that big in this in the scene but I've been following just a bit and then out of a sudden he leaves and gives us just throws in the bomb and like just just thinking about it be just not focus that much on esports alone Mm -hmm. and they should be going for like a bigger team and get some more professionalism professionalism
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah but for,
0: for the community part because that was one of the biggest points why I why I got that addicted to being glory that fast at the beginning already because everything was totally different to now the community uh, the relationship between SMC and the community was so close yeah. and they supported community stuff and now when I told yeah, please read this new article about main social because they made a shutdown and they said, yeah, we know about it since a few months already. And then I said, no, this article just came out today. Oh, okay. There's a new article. (laughs) Yeah, we have to watch it. And I just thought, okay, they're doing it since a few months already and they're not doing anything. And... As Desek just told me before a few days, they are also using on their officially Discord server the bot Andromeda. It's from Vain Social.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah so that partly, that, that yeah, bot's partly. gone now. or <laughs> broken or will be and broken. Then,
0: and they promised us that they will support things from the community, mm-hmm. um, working together with their API and then they just drop it. And I'm asking myself, why? And why do they give up on their relationship, this really good relationship to their community and focusing more on this um, marketing stuff? So with Alibaba now, and I don't know. social put a lot of work into their project. Mm-hmm. and even more work i just have to say it even more work than vg pro and i feel they got somehow betrayed and uh, yeah. i just want to say that
1: yeah i uh yeah i always question uh what smc is doing but on the on the other side is that the community also gets upset when they don't advertise or market, if they do too much community stuff and like, why aren't you guys growing the game? So there's a there is a, <laughs> there's a fine yeah, balance but, that everyone, uh, that they need to find yeah, and everyone f- else needs to find.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's just the fact that every game is living from their community. They true. can't give up on their community. That's, that's true, the, yeah. That's the worst decision they can make. Right, yeah. And I know that from many, many games I played before, And so many games are doing this. Um, Time passes by and then they lose the relationship to their community and focusing more on marketing and getting more money. Mm -hmm. And then they just fuck up, (laughs) to say it directly. (laughs) And that's disappointing and a huge reason or a big reason why I left many games. Yeah. So is I this... don't want to see the same happening with Banglory.
1: Right. So I guess yeah. You guys have both. You said you've been in these other mobile games and had these guilds uh, previously. So are you kind of seen some of those same uh, things starting to play out here. Is that why you're even more concerned?
2: Yeah. It's it's yeah. pretty concerning right now because okay. yeah, yeah, the we... the community side is like just today. Um, sorry to say that, but um, they could have just. Yeah, revert the patch and say, "Okay, guys, we have to work on it mm. because this is this, this would be the most professional way." Mm-hmm. And leave the leave the players and the community. Okay, Five Five is broken. If you want Five Five broken ranked, you can play it. <laughs> but if you want if you want to go like they said, buttery smooth, and you want you want strategic depth and you want um, performance and you want this and that, um, you should be prepared to also. Say we've made a mistake and we're gonna revert it just to make sure that on one on one side we don't have more problems than we just
1: had before. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's a yeah. That would
0: that would be the professional solution because everyone who has to do with programming knows that you can't just implement more content <laughs> if the content you already have is. Yeah, filled with issues. You have to work on that before you're implementing new
1: stuff. Uh, right. Yeah. Because early on in the game, there was a there was a few bugs that I remember that they had to say they had to go back and basically rewrite some of the code from the ground up because uh, because of some of the issues and address that. And yeah, thinking about it now and how far the game is, you know, it's a huge huge download. Now it's over a gig, so rewriting some of that code and changing this is just becoming a bigger and bigger undertaking right
2: hmm. uh, be Big code.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. uh so yeah I guess uh speaking of 3.1 uh, the bugs aside uh, have you guys gotten a chance to play Tony at all I still have not played him I haven't I haven't been playing as many games so I haven't got a chance to play him much but um, what do you think of him as a hero?
2: Yeah. I um, <laughs>
0: don't have. I'm waiting for it. Okay.
2: Yeah, on my behalf, we have had teammates from our guild playing him. And mm. I don't know. He feels he feels like a new hero, but <laughs> of course he feels. But it's like everyone is trying to overstep with him. Yeah. Because everybody's thinking he's overpowered and he's good course his kit isn't that bad but um like the overstepping is just not necessary so my opinion more carefulness should be mm-hmm. Uh
1: yeah i guess quickly run over some of his abilities so his uh, uh his heroic perk is called uh what is it uh, come at me so when tony receives damage he gains like this health barrier uh, we've seen this similar like on finn or rhyme they get kind of this barrier but his uh his grows so once it's activated this ability will be on cooldown um, so that's pretty neat uh, his uh his uh a is jawbreaker so tony next three basic attacks are empowered um these attacks launch tony towards them towards his target so there you go that over that overstepping um <laughs> you're kind of diving into the team here uh but the third, the third attack is a two-handed strike that will also stun. Uh, so using that combo, I think, uh, is going to be really important uh, to get those stuns and chain right. that she's CC.
2: That, that might cause the overstepping.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, the new, yeah, me- and, oh, and
0: also the fact that usually new heroes are mostly somehow overpowered. At least people think that, so yeah.
1: like that. But, <laughs> Uh, his, uh, his ability, Trash Talk, uh, it comes with a new mechanic. This is the first time we learned about Taunt in Vanglory. So uh, Tony hurls uh, insults at a target's direction. All enemies hit, uh, receive damage, and are forced to attack Tony. So this is great if you're under a turret and you can taunt them, or if they're trying to escape and you need to like, pull them back in just a little bit uh, for your other team to catch up and get to them. Um, it's really useful. Um, so using this correctly, I think a lot of Tony's kid is just like figuring out the right way to use it um, and that's what it's going to come down to but the taunt mechanic is a really cool uh, mechanic and I think uh, it's kind of annoying too when it happens to you
2: <laughs> It's awesome when someone dives and you just taunt him and just laugh at him the whole time when he dies whether is... <laughs> yeah <laughs> This is what what having I mean, people will fear now because before it just were CCs that would be able to keep them keeping to dive, but mm-hmm. now it's like like an ability that will even not even prevent you, but even keep you at the spot where you are. I don't know if it you can block it, but if not, you're pretty much. Uh, in danger
1: (laughs) for sure Um, uh, his ultimate is called Bada Boom Uh, this is probably the ability that uh, teammates need to work on the communication of the most so what happens is Tony winds up and then he dashes to the location and releases a massive spinning uppercut and all the enemies that are caught in this are launched everywhere which is a really good disengage tool it is not a tool to like get some kills because in Vanglory we have grown to the idea that when people are grouped up you know stuns land Uh, there's we have so many aoe abilities that we want everyone grouped up in these team fights so tony knocking them all away kind of uh, ruins that quite a bit and ruins a lot of the plans you may have uh, thought you were going to do. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, like I said, I haven't got a chance to play Tony. I probably will this weekend. Uh, get, learn him a little more, but I haven't seen some decent weapon power paths for him. I would have thought he might have been more of a tanky support hero, but it looks like he seems to be the the bruiser jungler. So, that's cool.
0: Well... Since I'm main jungler and I will buy him as one as for time beside the tournament organization. Yeah, then What's I will that? start practicing him.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I've made a season reused much more as a roam to his overpowerness yeah. <laughs> yeah, he right gets So it's like roam. the state of base because he was just with the tension bow at the storage because she had that heavy damage. He didn't mm-hmm. need anything besides attention bow to like Red Bull team and people are trying to like do the same with Tony, I guess.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah, it, it, it reminds me a bit of Grace. So he was introduced and came out yeah. Denji also just needed attention.
1: tension bow. Yeah, that's true. And Yeah, good thing the Tension Bow did get nerfed a little bit uh, this update, so uh, (laughs) it's not as crazy, but yeah, it's still a a really good item, especially on some of these heroes that can just dive in and basically punch you to death. (laughs) Uh, Cool, speaking of those patch notes, yeah, everyone should go and reread the patch notes or because we got them, what, a week and a half before the actual update came out. So if you look them over then, it's guaranteed you have forgotten them. I need to go back and read them. They're in the show notes, but uh, knowing who got nerfed, who got buffed, is really important when you're getting into uh, a ranked play, especially so you know who to ban, um, who's a possible issue uh, that you need to uh, be worried about.
0: pretty And then glory is more about meter than true balancing in my opinion.
1: Mm hmm Yeah.
0: Because people all abuse the meter and it's it's mostly who who bans the heroes first first.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um well, yeah, besides the, the vain social news of them leaving the scene and shutting that down, um, that's really all the news that I've seen this past week for Vangloria as they try to fix all these issues with update three point one and the ranking and just just the craziness. This patch dropped on a was it on a Thursday? Late in the evening, which is getting out of their release schedule, their typical release time. So I'm confused on just what was happening. In this update, it just didn't make sense. It didn't, it didn't follow their usual mo. So, I'm <laughs> very confused.
2: Yeah, truly. It was, it was a bad minion. Yeah, cutting the cables. <laughs>
1: <laughs> sure. Yeah, but
2: besides the the news of any social leaving us and the patch note, I would like to do a shout out to the finger draft mode. Yeah. Because even in the patch out, having a special attention its, it's um, functionality, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's like what I expected, except of one thing. First of all, of course I uh, beside. And like in the EU there's probably Russians typing okay. something What can the fact that uh, okay. the signs they have aren't available on the font.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, the only thing that could be improved, in my opinion, which is already fine, is that the graph, the, the system could be um, put up into two semesters not just one person banning two heroes because you have like random team. You can just like ban what he wants, what he just lost, what he just um, experienced that he lost against and the team will left, will left out and will experience that matchup maybe.
1: Right. Yeah. I was thinking that in uh, the few games I've played that I also, I don't want that. I had to ban in my last game I played. And that also feels like so much responsibility. Like, if I ban out the heroes that maybe my team doesn't want, but I think should go, they're going to get mad at me, and there's just the higher chance of them trolling me because it's like, oh, you got rid of the hero that I wanted. So that's <laughs> it. And it's like, what? Yeah, no. <laughs> 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 so it's like, give the power to at least one other person on the team to ban someone. Maybe maybe it should be the first and last person in there because that last person always... Uh, uh, f- I guess they feel left out or some cases have to feel like they have to support. So give them a band, so they get to do something else that uh, feels like they're contributing yeah. to the team.
2: <laughs> that's a good idea, yeah. Yeah. Of Whoa. course, we got the player badge right now. Yeah. The patch, patch looser. <laughs> uh, yep. And
1: Pretty much everyone I've seen in-game has had that badge, so that's cool. <laughs> yeah. I, didn't,
0: I didn't say one thing I didn't see one single person who hadn't a badge yet.
1: Yeah.
2: No, let's match up. We actually had something. The last match? (laughs) Yeah. Like the. Oh, I can't remember. (laughs) Maybe he just came back or didn't. Mm,
1: No,
0: sometimes he's not even shown the rankings.
1: Right, yeah. Like that. Uh, Well, cool. Oh, Oh, go ahead. (laughs)
2: On top of the the patch notes, I can just recommend FlashX, Yeah, just did a whole overview and read over the patch notes, which really helps if you don't like to read them or just are lazy to calculate or think about things, he's making it easy.
1: (laughs) nice yeah that's always important stuff coming out like you mentioned uh t tigers putting up articles and flashbacks the people that are actually playing this game and looking at the numbers like that um good to see what they have to say
2: yeah of course
1: cool Um well the last little bit before we got out of here i got a little uh mail question mailbag Someone asked about, uh, do you think Fortnite coming to mobile is going to hurt or help Vanglory? Um, and I think this is a really good question, especially for you guys that have played all these other mobile games and have been part of these other communities, um, to get your opinions here. Um, have you guys uh, been following the Fortnite craziness? And is it as popular in EU as it has become here in N.A.?
0: it definitely is because <laughs> i watched my brother playing it the whole day <laughs> and people getting addicted to it and also there's the player ninja yeah uh, who got a lot of attention lately so it, it's so present
1: everywhere
2: well, you, yeah yeah it's well, visible I everywhere yes Fortnite coming to mobile was like it was kind of surprise for me but almost in Mm-hmm. But, on the other hand, I don't think it will change a lot. I will more think that Rules of Survival and other games like that, like um, Fortcraft, which was also released from NetEase, the same that brought Rules of Survival and, and the other one.
0: one of the first ones were players on Battleground.
2: Yeah, yeah exactly. They just launched as well on mobile. I will think those ones will get heard more. Yeah. Uh, in the end, Fortnite is just casual. If you play Battle Royale, it's just casual. You have no rank. You have no key, uh, no real elo. You have no competition, to be honest, because the real competitive guys are just playing and playing and over again, mm-hmm. ranking up their 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 season level, like we where, where it's for us the sunlight. Yeah. And they're playing the hell out of it. But <laughs> at the moment, there's, there's not, not that much to do. And what I can say, WingClarium may profit even from it. Yeah. Because more players will turn to mobile. This will give the pro, uh, the, um, the ability to, for, for SMC to reach more people that have been on console and PC earlier to advertise. Because it will... Of course, the people will have to make an iTunes account, Google account, and sign up for Fortnite, and this will have the effect more people will just play on mobile in general, which is exactly what SMC would love to see.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, and... that's that's my opinion on it too. Like, I think it just kind of highlights like this game being so popular, Fortnite. If a, a fraction of those people who didn't realize that mobile games could be that good may also come across Vainglory as they're like, well, let's see what else is here now that I'm um, inside this world that I just played on my PC or my console beforehand.
0: But there's also a huge player base who refuses to play mobile games. They are just on consoles and PC and you can talk with them and For them it's just weird how can you play a mobile game (laughs) (laughs) so there are two two fractions yeah
1: yeah
2: yeah exactly but i i guess with fortnite coming to mobile it's it's gonna break up and the walls getting teared down and it will ease everything up and as i said give give mobile games a chance and also the only thing that SCMC now needs is like a Ninja 2.0. Yeah, <laughs> playing, <laughs> a <playing> ninja mobile. It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly playing with Drake and the other stars, Team Juju and uh, so on. Because, well, let's be honest, 650,000 viewers is like, come on, it's half of World League of Legends world uh, yeah. <laughs> viewers on, on, on one channel. Just it's for one yeah, just one so, guy
1: in his in his basement in in uh, exactly I think he's in like, uh, Michigan here, so he's like a, maybe like an hour away from me. Uh, so yeah, he's just in the Midwest give here.
2: Him <laughs> give him a shot. bring him a beer, drink yeah. something together. <laughs> maybe you can convince him to play Van Glory. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there you go. Uh, well, awesome. Well, that's gonna do it. For episode 197, thank you guys for joining me. This was great.
0: Thank you, too.
1: Thank you, too. Uh, where can people find you, guys, learn more about the guild, learn more about the tournament? What are those links?
0: Well, they can follow us on Twitter and also join our Discord server and get us some information in fairytale.com. Mm-hmm. that's our website
2: yeah exactly we, we, we're mostly active
0: and all information you need to get in touch with us in our tournament
2: either of us has twitter and we also like if we're not on twitter you know where, where to find us like discord or in game <laughs>
0: yeah we are always reachable on discord
1: Cool. Uh, well yeah I'll make sure there'll be links in the show notes and I'll put links in the description here so everyone uh, go over there follow them up check out this tournament if you have a, a team or a, a roster together definitely sign up um, and if you are just someone that loves watching it get ready on april 15th or 14th because that's when it uh kicks off 14 yeah. Okay. Cool. yeah and
0: it lasts for five weeks um in the first four weeks it's on weekends only general and mm. in saturdays and sundays and in the last week in the fifth is the friday also
1: okay Nice. Yeah, I saw the the calendar. You guys are very organized and up-to-date there, so awesome to see. (laughs) Head of the ball.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we used all possible features, and (laughs) the calendar will be filled soon.
1: Awesome. Um, With
0: the teams then, so that every team knows when to play. Oh,
1: can't can't wait to see how it all shapes up and looking forward to watching. Um, But I'll be back uh, next week with episode 198. Um, probably be hopefully all these bug fixes will be fixed for 3.1 and we'll have a little more uh, opinions on tony and how he's working out Uh, but yeah take care let's get this over with